Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. 40, I want to find out. All right, we're back here on the Ohioan. Um, we we just taped the segment about bands. Well, it was actually about the Steelers, and, and Joe is still looking up. I'm still looking up bands that are from Northeast Ohio. And Tracy Chapman, right? Twenty One Pilots. And since we released these separate days, Joe's been talking about this for twenty four hours. It's been crazy. Hey, <laughs> it's easy. It's it's been fun. Well, hey, we've got the story, and look, we don't talk too much Ohio stuff when Paul, Joe, and I get together, but my goodness, what a story. Um, kind of sad. I mean, in Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky, uh, the wildlife experts are saying, hey, you, we need to hear about sick or dead birds who maybe experience an unidentified illness. They say symptoms of illness, you can have eye swelling, Crusty discharge, again, these are at the birds, neurological signs, or in some cases, sunken in eyes. And this is from Laura Kern. She's a wildlife biologist with the Ohio Department of Natural Resources Division of Wildlife. Uh, Blue jays, grackles, European starlings, American robin, and potentially house sparrows are the ones that have those. And you might be saying, why are you guys talking about this? Who cares? Well, if you remember, a couple weeks ago, um, it became obsession with Paul, Joe, and I. Um, Paul one day said, you guys got to watch Birdemic. We watched Birdemic. Uh, I've seen some bad movies before. This stuck with me. I I, I couldn't sleep at night, so I was, I was thinking Birdemic. What are you, is this Birdemic music, Paul? Or? Yes. I'll, oh, I'll cut it short in case there's copyright okay. issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please cut short. James the Wind could be listening in. And oh, my God. J- James needs his money because Birdemic 3 is coming out. But, yeah, um, so it became it was one of those really bad movies that you think about for a long time. And we tried to have the male lead on, and he couldn't make it. So we had the female lead, Whitney Morgan, right? More. More. Okay, why am Whitney I saying I got Morgan in the brain for some reason. Mm-hmm. Whitney Moore on the show, and Whitney kind of – Told her story about Birdemic, and you know we said, "Hey, this is—it's just a crazy story." But now it's—it looks like it might be coming true. We got bird illnesses. <laughs> I think you the know. birds all have to be much more CG, bad CGI than okay. these birds that we're talking about here. But see, this is how so it everyone. Started. If you see this, is you how see it five starts. five vultures in a swarm run for your life. <laughs> Well, isn't that well? These birds got sick, and they said it's unidentified, 
A birdemic said it was what? It was some environmental issue that was causing them to go crazy. Something. Well, yeah. Was... No, he. Th there was the scientist was was noncommittal about the environmental impact on the birdemic. Okay. He was. Yes, if you remember okay. before when they're having the no, Olympic I pick. don't remember. There's a lot of things I don't remember. <laughs> I've paid good money to forget a lot of that movie. <laughs> But I think people in Ohio need to to be aware that under a birdemic, birds can explode upon collision. So just it's be true. mindful. Or fire for no, re no reason whatsoever sometimes. They just literally explode. Listen for the loud screeching noise as they come in for impact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is like a real story. And like the genuine concern for people and their birds and their pets and whatever. So like they're they're saying that they're at, they're requesting that people take in their bird feeders and bird baths, I guess, uh, throughout the region. I know that they're doing a lot in um, Indiana, even down in Kentucky, some uh, just all through the region, asking people to limit those things. I'm not sure exactly how starving them to death and making them really dirty is supposed to help the disease. But that's the plan, I guess. Kind of reminds me when we all went into quarantine. Suddenly, we're, <laughs> we're all hungry and we don't know if we can go get more food. We're not really bathing as much as we should. You know, so we've done it. I guess the birds should survive too. They better yeah. stock up on their toilet paper now. Word. Yeah, man. Birds <laughs> need to, somebody tell the birds to stock up on toilet paper. It will be more important than they think it will right now. I still go to the grocery store every once in a while and I you know, I don't need the toilet paper right now, but I will still check the aisle and see if there's some in there. And if there's a lot, it's like, okay, yeah, we're good. When I need it, it'll still be there. So you, you shouldn't be, you don't think we should be afraid though, right? I don't know. I mean, they're, I, I guess I don't really fully understand the nature of what they think is wrong. They're talking about neurological problem. Like I don't know birds well enough to go, oh, that bird has a neurological problem. I have trouble Just, picking that out with people sometimes. Oh, that person <laughs> has a neurological problem. Oh, maybe that's why they act that way. You just know, keep I, a coat hanger in your car just in case. <laughs> One of those big wooden ones that you've stolen from uh, a, a seedy motel. The seedier, the better. Don't go to like a really nice yes. hotel. Oh, no. Find they go right to the Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Actually, the really nice hotels, they're like a circle around the whole thing and you can't get them off, right? <laughs> Yeah, not without I, a little extra effort and an extra tool. Well, and, and they're saying, you know, they're saying you got to take down bird feeders. Yeah, and other stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything in my bird feeder anyway because the squirrels in my in my neighborhood, man, they do not let the birds have nothing. They will. You got turf ravage down there. Yeah. Oh, my squirrels! The squirrels in my yard are bad. Um, when my family comes home. Like they're out, they're doing something, and when they come home, especially with the kids and whatever, they always have to honk the horn. 
because they'll pull into the drive the the driveway and there will be at least five or six squirrels in my front yard and with so like the kids bat. are the kids are with baseball bats they're all like hitting the baseball bats <laughs> into their palms going we're gonna get you uh so my kids are a little freaked out by all of the squirrels so my wife honks the horn and makes all the squirrels run away before they get out of the car why well, i'm coming I, to your house this weekend <laughs> all right man bring it on why well, we're gonna just, make our own movie i just tweeted our friend Whitney squirrel demic is that what we're making well I just tweeted our friend Whitney Moore to see her opinion. So hopefully she'll respond back soon. To say, is this bird? Are you bothering Whitney Moore now? Yeah, you guys are tight uh-huh. too. It, it's all good. We gotta hear from the or Whitney Moore. Well, her Twitter name is Tweet Me Moore. So I think uh, I think Whitney understands. <laughs> Whitney knows what's what's She's, befell. She knows how to play the game. We got a real bird demic here. We need an expert. How right. about somebody who? <laughs> I've been like, there, done that. Yeah, yeah, who exactly. about eight years ago made a movie about birdemics? <laughs> it's like when Cleveland news stations started bringing in Joe Charbonneau as their postseason expert. It's like the dude right. never saw the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> he watched it every year. What are you talking about? Well, like yeah, everybody think, else, he watched it. <laughs> I, I gotta say though, they missed out, and, and obviously. You know, Whitney had a little falling out with James Wynn. We understand where Whitney was coming from with her falling out. But Birdemic could have been the next Sharknado. I really think so. You know, solid to this. And that's something that somebody should aspire to? (laughs) I mean, I guess there's money in it. I guess there's money in it. Yeah, Whitney's making money. Whitney should have bought Birdemic from the Wynn, sold it to. Uh, you think she made network. more money than he did on that movie? Well, I mean, no, Whitney's <laughs> doing things. She's doing movies. She's doing other stuff now. I mean, she's progressing in her career. I, I, I would watch a birdemic, a Sharknado style birdemic movie. I think in COVID, it could be right what America needs. I mean, it's like ESPN had um, the Last Dance of Chicago Bulls. We needed that. There's no sports on TV. It was nice to look back at it. It was fun. We need to look well, back. I I cannot follow that Birdemic train of thought. Be, oh my gosh! Birdemic would have to be self-aware of how bad it is, and I don't think James Wen is is of that mindset. Right. Well, it, but it's like Sharknado. You know, they Sharknado. Yeah, Sharknado was a horrible movie, but I, I don't know, it, it would be fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be fun. I think it would be good. But I, yeah, if it were more self-aware, I think you're probably right. I haven't seen two. You know, right. I'm not signing up for that. I've already yeah, dedicated I, enough of my life to the birdemic situation. I, nothing against Whitney. Whitney's a nice person, but I had there was a couple parts where I just said time to eject. We're not we're not we're not taking part in the same one. But uh, don't yeah, don't be don't be a support girl. So oh well, but yeah, I mean. It's tough. I, I feel bad talking about this because I don't like to make fun of dead birds or birds are getting sick. But it just, I don't know, it, it was something that makes you think. I mean, bird demic could it really happen. Maybe it's not. Prophetic. Yeah, and prophetic, yeah. <laughs> and, and could this be a sign of the times? I, I mean, you look back at the Bible. <laughs> Which Wars seal has are, been broken that yeah. now we have bird demics? <laughs> Wars, rumors of wars, and rumors you know, of birdemics. Right. Some people said, you know, like 
you know, maybe COVID's like a plague, so we have like a plague now. Now we have a birdemic, you know, cicadas. I mean, that's a pestilence. Now we've got the birdemic. So maybe James. But we know win. about those. They come around every like so often. Like there's a, de de a dedicated amount of time where we're going to have more of those. So maybe James the birdemic is out of nowhere. Could James Dewin maybe have been like Luck Behinds, Tim LaHaye, and Jerry Jenkins? I mean, yeah, he kind of approached it from a different way. But, you know, he was... Every know. so often, I feel like we're going down a road somewhere, and then just out of nowhere, Chris just grabs the wheel, and we're just going left. <laughs> I don't care if there's a road there. We're in the middle of some field. We're plowing through corn. Yes. And he's just, like, talking about it like we're just a regular... Thursday, and you're like, "What are we talking about, man?" We okay. We laughed. <laughs> we laughed at Birdemic. Yes, Birdemic wasn't the best put together movie. Some people can make the argument for the original Left Behind wasn't great put together, whatever. Gotcha. But, you know, we believe it. It's it's you know, maybe we should start believing in Birdemic. We're seeing these articles come across. We believe in Left Behind. We do. Well, no, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's something that you know. Is at least biblical tie. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to happen just like Left Behind happened. That is but, like you know, super accurate. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's like a documentary, but from the future. Okay, but one thing is with Birdemic. Just think about the first COVID story you read. You're like, whoa, this sounds weird. It sounds odd, but hey, it happened like that. Birdemic, at least it's, James Nguyen. Birdemic will go down like Stephen King's The Stand. Just this, right. the whole nation is overcome with this fast-spreading flu. Who would have thought it would ever happen? Boom. It's going to go down as a classic. And, you know, believing what Whitney said, James Nguyen was an imperfect vehicle to mm. drive home the message. You know, James sounds like James had some issues. And I won't make any accusations, but people have accused James of things. So he's an imperfect vehicle, but he's giving that message to the public. He's saying, look, be careful of this birdemic that's going to happen. You know? So do all of our, the prophets need to be uh, uh, imperfect people? Is that part of the... They all were. necessary. They all were. Well, I mean, everybody's an imperfect person, so I mean, that doesn't really count, <laughs> right? Well, I guess. But they were super weird. They absolutely were. Well, one of our, <laughs> one of our political parties believes imperfect people can <laughs> it should be trusted. I don't know. Uh, I mean, don't all political parties have to like accept <laughs> the fact that everybody in their party is in some way is imperfect? Probably. I mean, I, don't I mean, know. some I people mean, don't act like that, but you know, I, I can't. Speak all politicians are imperfect people. I can't speak for Republicans or Democrats, but I really think after reading this story, we should take back everything bad we said about Birdemic. It's a a movie that foretold the future. Uh, I don't think it's the fifth worst movie of all time. I think now it's the fifth best movie of all That's time. That's the nicest thing anybody said about that movie. Yes. I don't think it's the fifth worst movie of all time. It's the fifth best movie. It, it zoomed up the rankings. That goes in the, the press fact. packet. That goes yeah. in the press packet. Like right. Somebody once said with total seriousness, <laughs> that this is not the fifth worst movie of all time. Yeah, it's done. Oh, I mean, man. Look, it, it foretold the future. It gave us something to think about. We didn't heed the warnings of Birdemic, and now we have articles about poor birds getting weird illnesses. And I mean, it my could be our roadmap to survival. 
Yeah. Well, here's I, another roadmap, and this is at the bottom of one of these articles that is about this. And we got the Department of Natural Resources. This is okay. of Indiana, so it isn't Ohio, but I think okay. we're heading this way. Okay. Department of Natural Resources lists these recommendations for anyone who experiences sick or dead wild birds on their property. Mm-hmm. Use the DNR sick uh, and dead wildlife reporting tool. Mm-hmm. There's a link that's it's in. That's a link there to alert it, the staff. That's the Department of Natural Resources, not the Do Not Resuscitate. Is it another app I have to download? <coughs> I don't think so. I think it just takes you to a page okay. on the Department of Natural Resources. I got to make sure there's Wi-Fi. Absolutely. You do need to have effective Wi-Fi or uh, access on your phone. Stop at- feeding birds until the mortality event has concluded. Okay. Stop feeding the birds. Okay. Do not feed the dead birds. Okay. Right. Clean feeders and baths with a 10% bleach solution. Uh, I I have to assume that the other 90% is up to you. Yeah. I, There's 10% bleach, 90% some other thing. I'll have to patience. I'll marry you. Right. Avoid, avoid handling the birds. If you need to handle birds, <laughs> wear disposable gloves. If you need to handle them, and that's like just emotionally. If you emotionally need to handle dead birds, wear disposable gloves. When removing dead birds, wear disposable gloves and place birds and gloves in a sealable plastic bag to dispose with your household trash. Okay. So don't like call the the sanitation workers to come up for a special trip to take your dead bird away. Bring the bird in the house and put it in the kitchen trash. That's, I don't think that's what it said. What did it say? Uh, (laughs) Dispose, dispose with the house. Yeah. They're not clear on that. They really don't put it in your house (laughs) for Pete's sake, not in your kitchen. Come on. (laughs) And then finally keep pets away from sick or dead birds as a precaution. But no, my, finally, is don't pull a, don't pull a Becky. Don't don't take a roll of toilet paper out into an open field. Okay. Oh, <laughs> for demographic <laughs> reference. For yeah, demographic reference. Sure. Yes, because oh, let me tell you what happens in the prophetic <laughs> works of James Newman. <laughs> uh, uh, what happens is when you pull your pants down to poop, right? You will be attacked by an entire bird demic. Well, you guys might laugh, but just think. I do. Look at all the things we had to be mindful of COVID. If you read that three months before COVID happened, you're like, what the heck? You know, I'm not doing this. I'm not hoarding toilet paper. Why would I have to do all that stuff? Three months later, that's where we're at. So I'm Invest in Zoom. Invest in Zoom. Yeah, people are like, what? Why am I talking to people via video? Who cares? But now the most disturbing thing about COVID is you know the the insistence on telling people please wash your hands. Like I'm I'm alarmed that all of the instructions on how to wash your hands, good grief. What have you people? And if you've been in a Walmart bathroom, you know that most people do not wash their hands when they leave the bathroom. Can we can we uh, can we get some instructions for people how to flush toilets, especially in public restrooms? Can we like help some people? And well, it's well, definitely with your foot. Don't do it with your hand. Wear disposable gloves. Oh, okay. And then well, throw the disposable gloves in your kitchen trash. It sounds silly as you read that article <laughs> to say we're going to be handling dead birds. 
But when the bird demic happens, we're going to have to remove dead birds. So again, James Wynn, profit. That's what I say. Yeah, when when they were walking on the beach and first saw it, what was Whitney's first instinct? She wanted to reach down and touch it. Yeah. And lick it. Rod had to tell her not to do that. Yes. Do not and lick that in. dead bird. Do so not Joe, do it. Joe, by talking about this and by reading the stories, you could be up in front of this and not behind. I thought I am in front it. of it, man. I'm so I, far I mean, ahead of it. I didn't follow COVID, so I'm like, what is going on here? Why are all these rules and regulations? Now we have them. You got to start yeah. handling dead birds to handle them right. Carry disposable. Mm -hmm. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> need to handle If you. <laughs> That's why 21. When removing oh, dead birds, because you have to emotionally right. touch this That's dead bird. You have to, right? Again, oh, you know what's creepy? About two weeks ago, I think, one of my daughter's friends from school texted her a picture of a dead bird in his driveway. Mm. Maybe it's here too, and we don't know. Do it you yet. have to? Do you have to wash the phone camera? I think so. Yeah, I'm. I think you should throw it away in the household trash. Yeah, I, I actually scooped a a dead bird out of my backyard a couple weeks ago. I I, I can't imagine putting on gloves and that, I just I get the shovel. And right. I'm not going to hear that thing. Then, then did you clean the shovel? I threw you it got back really in the quiet. Shed. I, I you <laughs> you got really quiet there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I tell my kids when I ask a question like that, and it gets really quiet. I know what the answer is. I, I know when I say, "Did you brush your teeth before bedtime?" and it, it just quiet for thirty seconds. I, you don't have to. Don't lie. I already know what the answer is. <laughs> the the things that are done with the shovel, uh, <laughs> it's not used for anything that would require pre-cleaning. <laughs> it's just... Okay. But, but now it's got birdemic on it. But there's too much <laughs> stuff happening at one time. We've got stories about poor dead birds, and poor birds are dying over mystery illness. Mm -hmm. Paul's loved ones are texting each other pictures of dead birds. Right, and James DeWin had two movies that right. you know some people called the fifth worst of all time. I call them big profit movies. <laughs> I, I now, call it mildly better than fifth worst of all time. I'm well, like six or seven, maybe. <laughs> and now James DeWin is coming out with Birdemic 3. And man, what's he got to drop I mean, on this now? Maybe yeah. this is all a publicity stunt just to bump up viewership of Birdemic 3 so that people can figure out what to do. Okay. He doesn't have the money for that. No, I think James will win. And he, he's not going to get on TV and like do a presidential address. Nobody's going to listen. But if he says, I bring out Bird I drop three, everything. I would yeah, drop everything. You might, but not everybody they should else interrupt, is going to. They should interrupt the Super Bowl so that, that we can hear about the bird demic. But that's why he's a voice crying in the wilderness. Yeah, that's She's why crying. Steven Spielberg is dropping movies. <laughs> Spielberg's not making presidential addresses. He's like, I got something Maybe to say. He Maybe he should. Maybe he should. He didn't think... make the fifth worst movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Yeah, not yet, anyway. His career isn't over. He could still do it. I believe in him. He could make the fifth worst movie of all time. Okay. I, I have not gotten a response back from I, and it might And it might be Birdemic 4. Yes. A Spielberg. 
a Spielberg production. You know what? I, uh, oh, and here's another thing. Whitney Moore has not responded yet. It was kind of interesting. She comes on our show. She's upset. James Wynn, like I said, she came on our show one vehicle. time. There should be, therefore, she should be at our beck and call. Well, she owes us. <laughs> no, but look at this. Drop what you're doing at seven thirty in L.A. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 7.30 in L.A. Clearly, you shouldn't have any other thing going on on a Monday night. Well, but what I'm saying is I, I find it kind of interesting. Obviously, James Wynn, imperfect. He didn't really treat everyone properly. And okay, profits have their problems. I, I get that. But very interesting. <laughs> Whitney runs to our podcast to, to speak <laughs> ill of James Wynn, and Whitney drops out of Birdemic 3. So she knows something is being dropped big time. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, this could be. I'm running the Birdemic Truther. Yes, I'm a Birdemic <laughs> Truther. Kind of like. I want to see the evidence. No, I'm, I'm watching. I want to see the dead bird. Handle it with, oh. a, with a rubber glove. <laughs> right. And deposit it on Chris's front doorstep. Drop it in the mail. Drop right. it in the mail. What? Don't do that. So, so expect a Birdemic 3 and lots of touching birds with gloves. It, if you can crazy. find some of that 10% bleach, wash it with the 10% bleach first. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm joking about this stuff. But when you, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, you why? But, no, but if you think about it, you start seeing stories like this. You start to scratch your head and go, man, what's going on here? You know? What is yes, going but, uh, on well, here? Is a question I've been asking don't. myself for a while. Yeah. Please what don't put dead birds in the mail. Please, please <laughs> do not. We do not want. But you can tweet to Chris pictures of your dead birds. No, I'm not saying yes. you tweet to Chris. That would be good. Yeah. Yes. But, I don't know. but tweet is... through a rubber glove. Don't okay. just yes. take a Very naked important. or dead bird picture. Put a Ziploc but... bag over your phone before you take the yes. picture. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Bunch of blurry pictures of dead birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Put this one on our resume tape, guys. This would be great. Oh, be absolutely. This is, the, this is the quality material. Right. Well, but, no, but you just, I know. I, I saw this story, and Paul, I thought of you more than anything else. Absolutely. I, I, thought it was great. I appreciate that. Yeah, it, it brought back. It just shows why Birdemic is feels. such a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, any other thoughts of Birdemic? I'm going to check my Twitter and see if we have any more news about Birdemic. I don't think we have any more news about it. Hmm. Because I got to admit, I haven't thought too much of Birdemic three recently. Um. Has been too many updates. I see a smiling face of. James Nguyen statement on the stats of Birdemic 3, but uh, that was in June, and we know it's going on. Believe it or not, not a lot of Birdemic tweets coming out each day. <laughs> so. What? Yes. <laughs> there, there's occasionally a slow day. Yes. Uh, very much a bunch of people saying, hey, these are the five worst movies of all time. Um. One person rated Birdemic as the worst movie of all time. How dare they? They will they will eat their words. Yes. <laughs> but Wait. do not eat one of these dead birds. Yes, no. definitely. <laughs> definitely. It should be good. 
All right. Well, hey, thanks for checking out our shows this week. Uh, we're releasing them at uh, different times, but we were uh, we talked about Birdemic. We we're making fun of poor defenseless dead birds in Ohio. What else did we talk about? We talked about uh, – I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, a long time ago. We've, we've, come, we've come a long way from when we started talking <laughs> earlier this evening. Yeah, the Steelers uh, talked about David DeCastro. Uh, you know, they released him, and somehow I started ranting about Rock and Roll Hall of Fame being bad and the Football Hall of Fame being bad. And then, oh, yes, we talked to the great Joey Kaufman. Man, I, I'm a big fan of Joey now. And Joey uh, talked about some of his experiences covering the Buckeyes, and he tried to make us feel better about Dwayne Haskins. And although I like Joey, I am not sure if he made me feel better about Dwayne Haskins. How about you guys? No. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Very good. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for checking out the show. Um <laughs> Lots going on. Um, uh, we got some behind-the-scenes stuff going on. We'll definitely tip you on to as soon as we hear more about it. But thanks for checking out the show. For everyone, have a great day. Right. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com. <laughs>